Be Bold podcast. This is Court. This is Ashley, and we're coming at you live from Boston with a guest from LA. Fresh off the plane, fresh off the bus, and the train. <laughs> All three. <laughs> I, can, I was literally telling her that I don't remember when was the last time that I took the subway because in LA it's terrible. And today I've been on a plane, I've been on a train, I've been on a bus. She is having a really full, immersive city experience, Miss LA girl over there. But let's welcome our guest of today's episode, Miss Yolanda Russo. Hello. Hello, guys. I am so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. And today, let's just give a little preface to what's going to be going on and why Yolanda is joining us. First off, I... I'm so blessed to have you in my life. I was connected with Yolanda through my company. As y'all know, I run an ambassador program and Yolanda has a small business. So that was really the initial introduction, but you and I just kind of hit it off off the bat, I would say. Would would you agree? Oh, 100%, no, 100%. Like, and when you come to LA, like I always let you know that for you to tell me that you're there and exactly. we hang out and I love it. Exactly. So that's how our relationship started. But honestly, Yolanda's just a very special human. She's Stop. a very young person that's accomplished a lot in her life. She has a lot of really cool stories. And a common theme that I've noticed, which is why I wanted to bring you on the podcast today, is you're a risk taker. Like, you probably don't even realize that you're a risk taker, but you've done a lot of things in your life that I think a lot of people would be afraid to do. And so I just want you to come on the pod today, and Ashley doesn't know a lot of these stories. I have the luxury of knowing, but like, I'm just gonna be low-key a fly on the wall and watch Ashley's reactions Reac- to everything <laughs> that comes out of this girl's mouth, because boy, does she have a lot to share and some amazing content. So without further ado, I just kind of gave you a little intro. But Yolanda, who, who are you? How would you describe yourself? Give us a little high-level overview in corporate terms. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm very excited to be here and so honored. I think it's so cool what you guys are doing. Like, it's, this is a lot of work, so you guys are also really special for, like, taking on this and keep, keep it going because I feel like with every business, because, you know, this ends up being a business, with every business, it takes – the consistency and like the fact that you guys are on episode what now 40 45. that's insane that's like so many hours of <laughs> editing oh my god I can't even imagine that's insane but well about me I what who am I I don't know I'm just a girl from Portugal <laughs> that um, moved to LA five years ago that started a business has a husband and two dogs and that's it and how old are you I am 28 28 how old are you guys 25. 24. Oh, oh my God. Because it's crazy. I, I feel like after 22, 23, like the years just go it's by. All just it's all, blur. yes, you can yeah. tell who's 23, 24, or 28, you know. Yeah. You also are just, not that 28 is old at all, but you look so young. Like, I, I love feel that. Like I, I have love more wrinkles that, than you right? do. <laughs> Stop. No. It's the Portuguese. Maybe. <laughs> okay, so I heard you have a very interesting marriage story. You got married very young, and I want the tea. Yes. So I met my husband back in 2017 when I was traveling. So after college, I decided to take a couple months to just travel before I got a real girl job. 
And so at the time I was working for Red Bull, saved all that money. By the way, I was in Portugal. So like the money you make is so little. I had to save for so many months to be able to have some like extra money to travel. But I've always wanted to do that. Then summer came, my parents have restaurants and I was like, I'm gonna work all three months of summer to just make all that money. And saved probably like $3,000 and took a one-way flight to Thailand where I ended up staying for almost four months. Oh my God. Yes. And I was able to make those $3,000 last for four months. That's how cheap traveling in Asia. I feel like people have this perception that it's so expensive to travel in Asia and it's so cheap. Hmm. So, um, went to Thailand, started in Thailand, did, did Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, all those cool countries in the Southeast Asia part. He posted a story on his Instagram uh, with a song in the background. And I was like, oh my God, the song is so cool. What is it? And he said, Anthony Russo, ghost stories. And I was like, okay, thanks. I added it to my SoundCloud. I was listening to SoundCloud <laughs> at the time. I, I don't know if I had Spotify, but I remember that I was listening to it on both Spotify or SoundCloud, I can't remember, but I know he he was kind of like doing his thing on SoundCloud, but was listening to his song a lot and loved it. And then one day I remember thinking to myself like, you know what, like I love this guy, this artist, Anthony Russo. This was probably my last two weeks in Asia. Are you listening to just this one song or did he have like a bunch of music? Just one song. Okay. And I didn't even know if he had other songs or if he was a big artist or small artist. Never heard of this guy ever. And so I was like, uh, let me go on Instagram and research this guy. Like, I literally remember having this thought. And I feel like all these things stayed in my memory because, you know, I've got married him. But (laughs) spoiler spoiler alert. (laughs) Yes, spoiler alert. But um, so, yeah. So uh, one day I was like, let me see who this guy is went on Instagram, I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. And at the time, I mean, whoever knows Anthony today, like he does not go really on Instagram because he has not a lot of patience for it. But at the time he had a manager that was always like telling him to take photos and he would do all these photo shoots. So these, this like really cute guy, blue eyed guy in LA <laughs> making music with a cute voice. And I was like, oh my God, so cute, I'm gonna follow. So I followed, liked a couple of his posts, and then a couple days later, I think I, I, not I think, I know for a fact, I sent him a DM saying that I loved his song. And I didn't think much of it. I, I don't even know why I sent it. Kind of random, like, what am I thinking? Like, this person's gonna respond. Like, oh, thanks, and that was it. Normally, like, people would say, oh, thanks for letting me know, and that was it. So he responded, I was like, oh my God, I love your photos, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh my God, what is going on? Um, So yeah, so he responded. I'm like super excited. I respond back. And that same day he was like, oh, can I have your number? And I was like, what? Okay, yeah, sure. So gave him my number. He ca- I'm giving a lot of details. So you guys, you, okay, I'm giving no. a lot of details. No, you guys, I want no, the details. No, oh, you want the details? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever is not worth keeping. Slash it. Um, cut the fat. Cut the fat. Uh, this needs to be your new saying because it cut the fat. Uh, too visual. I like it. So Anthony posted an Instagram reel like two days ago, and it was this highly produced like ASMR vlog of him on tour. And I, I asked her, I go, Yolanda, did you edit that? Like that was nice. He goes, she's like, no, like he did it. But originally, he sent it to me, and it was two minutes long. And I told him, uh-uh, cut the fat, cut the fat. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's who 
where it started to cut the fat. Yeah, literally. Okay, I back to your it. story. Back to my story. So he responded. He, he was like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I see you're traveling the world. So nice. I've been wanting to do that for the longest time. Amazing, blah, blah, blah. And I was telling him, oh, yeah, I'm just like, before I get a corporate job, all the time I was 22. I had just finished college. And... I just wanted to travel before getting a job. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then he was telling me he was from Missouri. I think I didn't even know Missouri was a place. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of it. I don't know why you would. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I'm just this girl from Portugal. I've never been to the States at that point. I've been to like Mexico and a couple of places around here, but I didn't know much about the States. Um, and so, yeah, we talked for like a day. And then the next day, he's like trying to FaceTime me. And I'm like, okay, th this is getting a little weird. Like, we can text, but, like, I don't even speak uh, English very well. Like, my English, I have videos of myself back in Asia explaining things in English, and you would not recognize me. You would not. What? That's crazy. I lost my accent so much. It's kind of crazy. Um, so... He tries to FaceTime like three times in the period of two days. I'm like, oh my God, like this guy will not let go. Like he's, <laughs> he's really crazy. pursuing. <laughs> and so. Wait, so did you answer these FaceTimes? Like, or you just I, let them go? Probably the, yeah, no, no. I was always making an excuse. I was like, oh, I'm hiking. Oh, I don't have a lot of battery. Oh, you know, yeah. I was always even ex an excuse. And then one time I was kind of tipsy because I had been drinking. And I was like, oh, I'm going to answer, whatever. So I answered. We we're on the phone for like four hours amazing like oh my god like he's so interesting I don't know I'm sure you guys been through that phase yeah, where you're getting yeah. to know someone and it's so exciting yeah and so talked for a while talked for a day or two and then probably a week after we talked for the first time like after I dm'd him a week from that point uh I was also a little bit tipsy again <laughs> And alcohol's involved in the risk taking. Is, but honestly, I feel like alcohol show unless it's like an extreme alcoholic state. Yeah. I feel like a little tipsy just brings out who you really are. At yeah. least for me, I rarely drink. Uh, like I have a, I would say like a healthy relationship in general with alcohol because I don't drink very often. But when I drink, I have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, so I feel like all my stories where I take my risks, they involve a little like, I don't know, a little Moscow meal or something. <laughs> yeah. um, Liquid courage. Yes. Uh, so we were talking. It was like nighttime in L.A. and it was morning and not morning. Probably it was afternoon for me to be drinking. Clearly. <laughs> and he was like, uh, we're talking. And I told him like, hey we're kind of like moving a little too quick and this is a little weird. Like I have no plans of ever going to California. I'm sure you so have no plans. he's in LA this whole time. And he's in LA in Thailand, and I'm in Thailand. With like this time difference and everything. Yes, like 12 okay. hours, something okay. crazy. Wow. So it, it was, I don't really remember what, what it was, but like it would be nighttime in LA, 2 a.m. and it would be like 4 p.m. in Thailand. Like really, really different. So crazy time difference. And I tell him, I'm really honest. I'm like, I feel like we're getting, like, we're, we're texting like a couple. Like, this is a little weird. And let's be realistic. Like, although you're so interesting and like, you're a musician, like, you do all these exciting things that I'm very, like, um, intrigued, intrigued about. about and I want to know more about. Let's be realistic to the fact that I'm, you know, 22 years old. I'm about to go back to Portugal after a four month trip that it was very exciting but also you know life I need to get a job and get my life going 
uh, I don't think it makes a lot of sense for us to talk. And I was genuinely, like, genuinely saying this. Like, I was not expecting him to be like, no. You know, like, <laughs> no. Like, I was not expecting that, right? Because it's like, I've been talking to this guy for a week. Yeah. I was just like, all right. I'm sure, like, I, I literally in my head I thought, you know what? He's a musician. One time he will go to Portugal. Maybe I'll meet him. Who yeah. knows? It was kind of like that. So when I told him, he was like, no, no, like, let's keep talking. I'll visit you in Portugal after tour. And this was in December, and he was going on tour in April, March. So it wasn't that long, but at the same time, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know how, like, yeah, that's going to happen. We don't need to talk for that long. Yeah, we don't need to talk for that long. Yeah. So me being tipsy, I was like, why don't you come to Thailand tomorrow? To which he said, okay. <laughs> what? Yes. Then I tell him, come to Thailand the next day. He actually had a wedding. So this was like a Friday. He had a wedding on Saturday. And he booked his flight for Sunday. And let me this say this. This must have been in love with you from the start. Oh, uh, 100%. And I, so was I. So was I. But it was kind of like that love that like you need to take the risk to really be sure. You yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. When you're kind of like, do you're either so in love, but sometimes it's just like, we say, we call it in Portuguese, like, let me translate it. I don't know if it makes a lot of sense, but in Portuguese we call it like fire of sight, which is like, you think you're really in love with this person, but then like if things end, you're, you're like, oh, all right. But if you take the risk, it's like, oh, I really love this person. I don't know if this made a lot of sense, but I feel like with us, it was a lot of things could have ended of just us being like, all right, like it was great talking to you for a week. Bye. Yeah. And, and that was it. But because we took on all these risks, things progressed to literally five years after and I'm here now. But so he was literally like, yes, okay. So he booked his flight that night, like an insane flight, 24-hour flight. Uh, I always like to mention this. He luckily, he's never been out of the country at this point. He's 22 years old. His parents are from Missouri. His parents never really traveled. He's never traveled with his parents. The only place they've, he's been was Mexico spring break. Doesn't count as being out no. of the country. no. So he's flying to Thailand. Everyone in his life is like, you're out of your mind. He went to Thailand. We have the most amazing five. Oh, and he could only go for five days. He literally traveled 24 hours to be there for like five days. He got to Thailand. We had the most amazing week ever. What was it like when you first saw each other? This we kissed each other. It was literally like Aww. we saw each other and we ran into each other and kissed. Like a movie. Cry. But it was like, natural. This is not real life. I know. Oh it was kind of crazy. This is certainly a fairy, a fairy tale. Yeah. Like, this is not normal. I love telling this. I feel like people get so... I, people love knowing this story, and I love telling it. But um, I also... I mean, obviously, I don't want to take away the fairy tale from it, but I feel like a lot of people listen to this like, oh, my God, I'll never have anything like this. This is so much pe special than whatever I have. But it's not. Like, we're just the most normal couple ever. Yeah. They have the most normal life ever. So, yeah. So, how did you get from Thailand slash Portugal to living in L.A.? So, then, I, he left after five days left to L.A. I left to Portugal. And we're kind of, okay, we had this amazing week. But also, it's just a week, right? Because now, okay. We're taking, talking about taking risks. So we talked for a week and he took the risk of taking a flight. And now it's like, okay, but in order for us to make this work, we need to do something, right? Yeah, like, because make it's, a plan. Yeah, because we're literally 15 hours away from each other. 
That's insane. You can't see someone. You can't do long distance like that. It's. I no. feel like it's so hard. Yeah. Because if you're in the states, you'll take a quick flight and you know you figure it out, and it's cheaper. But going to the other side of the world, it's so hard. So then we saw each other every. I, I honestly don't know how I financially made it work, but again, I think g- lucky girl syndrome, like money just appeared. Oh, okay. Okay, this is actually crazy. So at this point, I was broke because I had my trip. And it was my birthday, and it's been a month that I haven't seen him, and it's my birthday. And, I mean, side story, whole another side story, I'm adopted, and I don't get along with my biological father at all. And it's, it was my birthday. I'm broke, okay? I lived at my parents' apartment, um, so I didn't pay for rent. Very lucky about that, but um, I had zero dollars in my account. It's my birthday. My biological dad texts me saying like happy birthday I just put a thousand dollars into your account I'm like what he's never given me any money ever and I'm like Anthony this is a sign I need to buy a flight to LA <laughs> oh my god so then I bought a flight to LA and how that was long after this was a month and a half a month and a half okay yeah a month and a half then we saw each other after a month and a half came to the states for the first time stayed in LA for a week and then another month and a half went by and saw Anthony in Boston. It was the first time that I saw his show was in Boston. I flew to Boston from Portugal, which is such a quick flight flight and cheap, yeah. So that was another month and a half. So here we're at like three months, right? So we're dating at like three months. And then I went back to Portugal after my trip visiting him. He has his show here. I went back to Portugal, he went to LA. I got a job. I had gotten a job at this marketing company making, you guys are going to be shocked, making $650 a month. That's how much people make in Portugal. Oh my God. Yes. $650 a month with a college degree, university degree. That's insane. Insane. It's so bad. But anyway, whatever, right? Life goes on. That's what it was going on in Portugal. Um, That's what I'm doing. And then one day we were just like, Anthony was like, I think you should just move here. And I was okay, great, I will. <laughs> and Say less. And, and here's the thing. Bags I always, are back. Yeah. <laughs> great. Thanks for the invite. Uh, no, but on a serious note, I always knew that I didn't want to live in Portugal because, yeah. like, it's just a country not great for young people that want to, like, work and make money. We, we kind of talked and we were like, all right, let's go. Let's, let's just move. And I ended up moving. And then, I mean, moved on a tourist visa. So when you come here, you have three months to kind of figure out what you're going to do. So in those three months... Were you living with him or did you get your own place? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm literally broke. Girl, I'm broke. (laughs) I'm like, if you love me, you want to be with me. Yeah. You You have to pay for me, too. (laughs) No, literally. That is definitely something that really amazing in our relationship. Like, we were so young. And I... Like, we just, we were really just thrown, like, figure it out. Because I couldn't work for a year. That was, that's a, I'll get there. But, um, so I moved here. Three months visit. We're like, okay, what am I going to do? So I was thinking of doing an internship visa, which is called J1. It's an internship visa to be in the States for two years. And you're just doing an internship. And you get paid, too, miserably. But you, you get paid and you get a visa. So we're like, okay, let's do that. And I was going to do that with the company, but that ended up falling through in the last month of me being able to be here as a tourist. 
one day we were just like, we knew, we talked to a bunch of lawyers and everyone was like, you have to get married. Like you have to get married. This is America. This is America. And you have to get married. Either make it or break it. You have to get married. And we're kind of like, we're dating for six months. We're 23 at this time. Like, I mean, I can't even, I, can't, I don't even remember what I thought at the time, but it's like, it's a lot, right? It's like, oh my God, so much commitment. Were you terrified or did it feel right? Did you feel Here's like the thing. a gut feeling or were you just not even putting that much thought into it? You're like, I need to do this. Okay. Yeah. It was a mix of everything. I feel like a lot of like, what are we doing? Like, what, what, what is this really big decision? This? Are we really doing this? Then we have the part of us that were like, absolute butterflies like oh my god like this is amazing let's get married today and then the part of us it's like this is a long life decision like even if we got divorced like you always be divorced to that person you know what I mean like it's not just a breakup it's another layer but anyway we did it at the time we were just like all right let's call this sign the papers we'll not we won't tell anyone and then one day later we'll do a wedding and we're like, okay, that sounds good. But still, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, like, kind of crazy. But I also, on another note, in Portugal, we don't really have that, like, getting a ring, doing a wedding as much as there is in America and that I see now that I live here. We don't really have that. In fact, in Portugal, most people have kids before they get married. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the the importance that people put in marriage is a little bit less in Portugal. So I didn't... I was I didn't put that much like importance in that I guess and uh, knowing Anthony he's the most like carefree whatever yeah yeah let's get married tomorrow so I mean we talked about it we're like let's just do it whatever let's just do it and it was kind of like all right we've been dating for six months it's definitely very early we would not do it if it wasn't for our circumstance but our circumstance says that we have to do it so let's just do it so we went to a place called same day marriage Shut no way. Up. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Same day. That exists? I'm so shook. It's a very cute chapel. In, cute. I mean, cute. Um, <laughs> so like yeah. Vegas feeling? Yes, very Vegas feeling uh, in LA. So yeah, we went to this place. We thought we were only going to actually sign papers, like marriage papers. Like, okay, I accept to marry this person. But no, you have to do vows. So I'm literally, I need to show you a picture whenever I find my phone. But okay. I, I was literally in jeans and a crop top and, and, and Adidas slides. No. <laughs> Adidas slides. And no. Anthony, we were getting ready to go to the beach or something. And Anthony had shorts, a cheetah, like button up, terrible orange vans and like a hat we he got married in a hat red flags insane um so yeah we got married had one witness one of our friends was the witness and that was that that happened in 2018 and how was everyone's parents feeling about it i okay i feel like our parents probably had a lot of thoughts but it was kind of like you kind of have, as a parent, you kind of have to choose. Do I want to be against my kid or yeah. do I just want to, like, let my kid do whatever they want because I cannot change anything about it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because totally. a lot of the times when parents go against you, what the only thing that happens is that you still do it and you get upset with them. Totally. So I feel like, in a way, they probably had an opinion, but they were like, they didn't voice all it. right, 
okay, guys, you guys do whatever you got to do. But I'm sure, like, after six months at 23, everyone's like. Had you guys met each other's, like, mother and father-in-laws? Yes. Okay. Yes, we have. So okay. Anthony had okay. met my parents, although my parents don't speak English, so they could not communicate. <laughs> they <laughs> <met> each other. <laughs> yes. It, basically, their relationship was Anthony, my mom giving food to Anthony and Anthony eating it. That was it. That's their only, like, relationship is food. And then I met his parents, like, once or t- once, yeah, once. So, yeah, it's crazy. And we got married. When yeah. court said you were a risk taker, like I was like, oh, okay, like, cool, like I'm excited to leave. My-. That is so not. I was not expecting, expecting like, that. that story. Like I'm shook. I'm shook. I love it. And how many years now? Happily married. Uh, that could have gone so south. It's <laughs> going. I, I can't. I don't know if it's gonna be five or six. 2018. Five. We're gonna be five years married in August. Yeah. And how crazy is that? That is so I'm 28, wild. five ha- years married. We'll have to flash up some photos of like your engagement photos. Oh, yes. Because before I like really befriended you, but like I started following you, I was like, you're kidding me. You saw like, the This is the photos. most gorgeous thing. Like your caption was just like, you could tell how genuine your relationship is and just feel the mm-hmm. love even from a photo. Yeah. So it's it's so beautiful. And thank God for him because that's why you're in Boston right now. I am in Boston because he's playing a show at the Sonia. Is it Sonia? It's a venue in Cambridge. Yes. I've, I don't know if I've it's been. It's a really it small venue in uh, – it's not a super small venue, but it's a relatively small venue in Sony. So he's performing. And I always, I've been to Boston the three times he's been to Boston performing. I have been here. So at this point, it's like religious. Yeah, and as I soon as I told it. you, you know what? Like I thought about it, but I was like, no, I'm not going to self-invite myself to her podcast. But I was like, it would be so fun. <laughs> and then you mentioned it. I was like, oh my God, I'm so down. Um, and you yeah. know what you forgot to tell us? Unless you have something to say about this. No. Um, so when we, I saw Yolanda, or right when you got here, you called me and you're like, I have this crazy story to tell you, but I'm not going to oh, tell yeah. you until we get on the podcast. podcast. Yes. And we were so excited to jump into the episode that we didn't get to that. So. Yes, I know. I, I was thinking about it. Okay, I need to tell you guys a story. So I'm getting off. By the way, I have two miniature dachshunds, like wiener dogs. So I have two. And I'm obsessed with those dogs. Love them. Uh, so I'm, I got off the bus and I like literally got off the bus, turned around, and as soon as I turned around to go to where I need to go, there's a crosswalk. So as I'm getting to the crosswalk... Wait, you have your dogs with you? No, 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 no. no. So I don't have my dogs. I was just prefacing, like, I love dachshunds. Okay. So as I'm crossing the crosswalk, I see a dachshund, and I was like, oh, my God, so beautiful. Like, every time I see dachshund, I'm just like, oh, my God, so beautiful. So I literally, (laughs) they're coming in my direction. I'm like, I'm so ready to say hi, because I, like, I'm just like that. I'm so ready to say hi. And as soon as that dog is approaching, that dog's using it for a loo leash. <gasps> no way. No way. And that has been a goal of mine for the past three years that I've owned a business, that I need to randomly, like, on the street, find someone using Furloo products. So that has never happened. Are you serious? And it never. happened for the first time in Boston today. Stop. And it was what? on your dog. Not your dog, but the dog that you have. Yes, the same kind of dog that I like. And I was looking at the dog regardless because it was so cute. And then as I approach, I took a photo. As I approach, oh my God, 100%. And she recognized me. And I was like, I was super awkward. I was like, hi. (laughs) And and I mean, she recognized me right away. I 
and I, and she's like, oh, this is Butters, and I recognize the guy, the, the dog, dog <laughs> from Instagram, and I'm like, how the heck? I have been in this state in like five minutes, and I'm seeing someone using my product. It was literally insane. I was so happy. Like a full circle. Was that what moment? you were thinking? No, well, okay. I th- I thought someone was gonna recognize you from oh, TikTok okay. and Instagram, okay. and be like, oh my god. Yeah, but I didn't realize like the dog component to it just adds a whole other level. I know it has been a goal of mine, and it had never happened. I mean, it did happen once, but it was like someone was coming to see me, and that person had. It wasn't yeah. really the same thing. Yeah. And this, like, I'm in Boston. I don't even know. And that dog that is dog from is New York. The country. Oh, that dog's from New York. It's not oh even my from God. Boston. I was then talking to her. Insane. I was like, Boston oh my is God. your city. Maybe I feel like Boston is my city. It could be. I'm always saying, like, I feel like if I lived in a busy city, it would be like Boston. I love it. It's really good. Um, that was a perfect segue into the next part of the episode, which we want to talk about your business. So clearly you took a lot of risks in love, which has like led you to a happy marriage at the age of 28. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> happy marriage. Yeah, literally. But you're also a really successful business owner and you just opened up a retail store in West Hollywood this past year. Like, how? The last time I was in L.A., it was for her grand opening, and then I ended up missing her grand yes. opening. Because it was raining. Because it rained, and she had to move her the day. day to another day. But I'm personally just so proud of you, and I want to hear how you even started your business. Like, what, what was that aha moment that you needed to do it, and, like, how did you do that, you know? Yeah. So I always knew that I wanted to have a business. I feel like in the, like, in this generation that we're in, like, having a small business is something kind of, I don't, I don't want to say cool, because that even sounds bad, but it's something that you see it as possible, and I feel like a lot of people want it, but people never go for it, and the generation that we're on, really, like, you see these things becoming possible, and so you get motivated, and you believe that it can happen to you. When I got my visa, because I couldn't work for a year, when I got my visa, the first job that I saw, I applied and I got it, and it was Bank of America. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And so I was working at Bank of America, and I knew I always wanted to have a business, but to be honest, and I'm sure a lot of people our age feel like that when you just don't really know what your passion is, right? Like, we have this pressure of knowing what our passion is, and a lot of people have nice hobbies, but I never really had any hobbies. Never really played any sports or anything like that. So I knew I wanted to have a business, didn't know what, and at that time I had just gotten my dog, so that was kind of like part of my personality was being a dog mom. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, how can I just mix being a dog mom and having a business? So I kind of just saw a gap in the industry of like cute dog accessories, like aesthetic dog leashes and accessories for dogs. And I just got to work really and like did a bunch of research of like, all right, if I want to start um, a dog business, what am I going to sell? So, like, kind of taking inspiration and, like, of materials, trying to find suppliers to do samples, all of that. Kind of just, that was probably a process of, like, I want to say six or seven months, like, trying to figure out the, what am I going to sell, right? Like, you need to plan what I'm, where you're going to sell. How did you even find suppliers? Online. Just Googling. Yeah. So, for example, my leashes are cotton, and... 
cotton is really like cotton production is really big in India. So my rope leashes are made in India. So it's kind of, you really just have to like research. Go down a rabbit hole probably. Yes, get in a rabbit hole. And then like, uh, also before I figured out my Indian supplier who I've been working with for a while, I did so many samples before this that I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. Like I had to go through the process of experiencing with different suppliers until I was like, okay, this is not it. Um, But yeah, lots of research. And then once you have the product, it's just the fun part of like creating a name, starting a website, all of that. And I feel like, you know, the first year of me owning a business, I barely made any money. I barely did any sales. Everything was very immature, like photos. I mean, if you scroll down to my Instagram, it's you really see an evolution, which is what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I started really small doing it on the side, having like a sale a week, making $30 a week or something. And then COVID hit. And so I had my, I started my business in November, 2019 COVID hit in April and I was home for so long. People were getting a ton of dogs and it was kind of the perfect potion for me to really dedicate myself to my business. Quick interjection. Mm-hmm. Were you working for Bank of America at this time as you were doing all the research and starting it off or no? No. So I was working at Bank of America, but then I wanted a part-time and I started uh, being a personal assistant. Oh, nice. So I was doing like part-time, kind of like hourly pay, $25 an hour job. Like so you could that, have more time to dedicate to so your I could have because you knew yeah. you wanted to do it full force. You weren't trying to have the security of a job and see if your business stuck you literally just dove right into it I mean to be honest I dreaded office life and I knew I would have been so bad at it like I have ADHD ADD and like I knew I would suck at it and part of me I I knew I wanted to have my own business I was like okay it's gonna happen sometime but I feel like I rather cut my expenses a little bit and kind of work a job that doesn't take all my time that I'm miserable because I genuinely don't know I mean and kudos to you guys that you're doing this with full-time jobs because I don't know how I would have the strength and mental ability to be able to take on my small business after like 5 p.m you know what I mean so the fact that I was doing part-time I was doing four hours a week I had all mornings not sorry not four hours a week four hours a day because I was doing like 25 hours so I would do four or five hours a day so I would have mornings I don't know I feel like the fact that I I kind of just decided like okay I I was not trying to build a career because I didn't know what I wanted I I I was not someone that was like okay I want to pursue marketing I didn't even know if that was what I wanted so I was like okay I'd rather take the the pay cut and not make as much money but I have just more time it's kind of like a choice right like okay I just I'm not really building a career I'm just going to take on an hourly job and have time to dedicate to my small business so that was what I was going to do and honestly I'm really lucky that I have an amazing husband like Anthony really is amazing like he he's I want to meet Anthony no I was gonna say I mean I don't know what you guys are doing tomorrow but if you guys are free you guys should totally come to the show for the show do you and Joe want to come wait I want to go okay I'll tell him (laughs) yeah Anthony really well first I did not work for a year because I couldn't and Anthony fully supported us. And you guys may ask, how, how did that happen? We don't know. I feel like <laughs> at the time, he has a song, um, California. 
by the way, check it out. Uh, <laughs> we'll tag it. We'll tag it in the description. Called uh, California, and that song was doing a, streaming a lot at the time. So I definitely feel like that song literally supported us for, for a full year. So um, honestly, feel that if he wasn't like that, I would have not been able to dedicate as much time to in order to succeed in my business. You know, we've talked about that and previous episodes too it's like when you're surrounded by people like people manifest things for you when they yeah. believe things in you you see it in yourself and it gives you the confidence to do it yeah so it sounds like that's what anthony did no, but 100%. you haven't shared the name of your company officially okay and the reason yes. behind it yes so i have a dog accessories business and it's based in los angeles california and my main products are leashes collars harnesses kind of like apparel for dogs really trendy really trendy and cute and also affordable I feel like yeah pretty affordable um and recently in January I opened my uh retail location brick and mortar situation super random she knows the whole story of me opening a shop but long story short I did not plan on having a shop this shop kind of came my way lucky girl syndrome this girl tells me on a call show so I think I'm gonna open a retail store I'm just like touring a couple places I swear not even two weeks later she's like so I found a location I'm getting in there next week I'm like Yolanda what like but that's how you are you kind of just yes, seize opportunities. Go. it's like full stop no second guessing yourself and you're like I can do this yeah because I honestly have not had a situation in my life thankfully and I know this not everyone has the same situation happen for them but I feel like every situation that I've kind of just went for it everything like worked out it but my mentality is always like what's the worst that can happen and I measure it and the same, like with me moving to America I was like what's the worst that can happen I'm 22 years old at 23 sorry at the time I'm 23 years old what's the worst that can happen it doesn't work out and I go back to Portugal my house is still here my parents are still here uh, I can still get a job what's the worst that can happen even with Furlu, like even with Furlu, I'm like okay so when I actually quit my part-time job to do Furlu full-time it was really when things took off the day that I started dedicating myself 100% to my business my business took on a whole another financial like situation but yeah I I also I feel like everything like I always measure what's the worst that can happen even with the store I was like What's the worst that can happen? Like, I, if the shop doesn't work out, my rent for the 12 months, uh, by the way, my conditions, you know, conditions for my store are amazing, very, very low risk. And I literally was like, okay, the rent for 12 months are going to be this. Can I, if everything goes south, can I afford that and be fine? And I was like, yeah, okay, then I'll do that. Um, and yeah, the best things always came from crazy, crazy decisions. So, yeah. Did you ever have, like, any major doubts on this, like, path to building your own small business? Like, was there any moments where you were like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Why am I investing all this time, money? No, never, never really. It took me a while to actually, like, start taking money from my business. I was putting all the money into the business Mm -hmm. and thankfully because I had another job that was providing at least for my bills and everyday expenses so I didn't have to like you know worry about my bills so everything that I was making with Furlu I would say for the first year and a half was putting back into the business buying more product that's what everyone says yeah everyone says you do not profit for at least a year and a half yeah and also another thing with risks I remember what I was going to say 
Um, I remember when I decided to take on for a loop full time, I was on the phone with my friend and I was like, oh my God, but what if it doesn't work? What if I don't make any money and I can't sustain myself? I can't pay the bills. And I was literally thinking to myself like, you know, it'll be fine. I'll get on my car and I'll start Uber Eats. Like how hard <laughs> would that be? Right. Yeah. But like, I feel like we have these, like this catastrophic mentality of like, oh my God, I, I quit my job. I'll never get another job like this. But like you literally always figure it out. And it's, it's easier always. than we think. I was literally like, I'm going to Uber Eats. I'll be doing Uber. I'll Ubering people <laughs> if I need to, whatever. Are um, you a Sagittarius? No, I'm not. I'm a Capricorn. You're a Capricorn? Okay, I that am. makes sense. Small it does? Owner. Okay. But I totally think that you're a Sagittarius. You're so optimistic and bubbly. My and sister like, is a Sagittarius. Oh, oh, oh really? Yeah. You're very much seem like a people, people, like people oh. person. Yeah. I just love your energy. Oh, yeah. I thanks. just also think she's so like optimistic and she just doesn't let her like mind trip her up. I yeah. think a lot of the reasons people don't do things it's not because they can't it's because they're telling themselves that they can't or that they're afraid of failure but we preach this all the time like you should be afraid of never testing and trying trying because that's doing yourself a disservice and it's so cliche what we're doing right like you you should be like and if you talk to people uh about like well, I see on TikTok all the time people doing interviews of like, what's one thing you would tell your younger self, whatever. And it's always like people wish they took more risks and did more things and said more things and expressed more feelings and tried different things. Um, so, yeah, I I feel like I'm I'm good on that. I feel like I'm doing it. <laughs> I feel like I, I've been taking the risk. And yeah. It's so funny when <laughs> I was like, Yolanda, as we were on like the subway ride over here. Why do I call it Subway? That's what it's called, right? It's no, called the, the T. The T. We're in Boston. See, it's called I, the T. I, 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 I literally Subway. I, I don't know why I say Subway. But I told well, I mean, her. Technically, it's a subway system. But yeah. Like, in Boston, it's known Drain as the T. Drain T. But okay. I told her. It's I was like, cool. I never take this. This is the second time I've taken it. Both happened to be in the same week, but I don't remember the last time I took it. So very unfamiliar. But on the T over, I was like. Yolanda, like, do you want to know what we're talking about? She's like, no, I don't want to prep at all. I was like, okay, well, let me tell you the general theme. I'm like, you're a risk taker. And she's like, I am? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you are. And that's what we want to talk about because you honestly are so inspirational. And I think anyone could take a really amazing piece from this and apply it into their life and whatever it means to them. Um, And I know we're probably getting close to time, but I wanted to ask you... Has there been like one thing that you did to your business or a decision you made that really like opened up doors beyond belief that you didn't realize would? Um, so any surprise and we're may or may not be selfishly asking because we're starting to really found ourselves as a business and start starting to monetize. And I know you have an amazing TikTok and Instagram presence. So everyone has to follow her afterwards, especially if you loved adorable dog content. <laughs> But do you have any, like, you must do this or something that was really shocking that brought you a lot of success? Um, okay, you literally talked about TikTok, and it's the thing that I've been like, all right, keep doing TikTok. At least TikTok has brought me so much business. I probably get someone five times a week, oh, I'm here from TikTok, like at my shop. People really? will come in, and they're like, I'm here from TikTok. And it's so hard to grasp, like, the amount of people that actually have access to your content because 
Like, I have videos with millions of views. You guys, I think you guys have a v pretty viral video, too. Like, it, I feel like TikTok is the platform, at least right now, of, like, try with TikTok because we have the ability with TikTok that we don't have with Instagram to reach to new people uh, that we didn't have before, and that's an amazing opportunity for small businesses. And what I would really say, other than TikTok, but also within TikTok, it's, like, you know when you make content and you get, like, 300 views and you're like oh I just had so much work editing this and like yeah. no one is seeing it I have videos from three years ago that are now doing so well randomly people are asking me about products that I had back in like 2020 and I'm like how like TikTok recycles videos and shows them to new people mm. and like sometimes you're making a video and you think that video doesn't have a lot of importance, but that specific video target one or two or three people and that person will buy from your small business, listen, will share with a friend and it will have like so much impact. So like, although sometimes you do things and put in work that it doesn't seem that it, you're being rewarded right away, I feel like in the long run you build, you're building something, right? You have to see it kind of like in the grand scheme of like, okay, you're bu building something. And I definitely feel that with TikTok. I have had video, I've even had videos on TikTok that I've made and had like, I, I like I say a thousand views, like if it's not a lot, it is a lot, but considering that I have over a hundred thousand followers, it's like not a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll, and I'll have like a thousand views and then two weeks later it gets like 500,000 that has been happening to me lately That's so, so it really is the proof of like <clears throat> you never know the impact of the content content that you're making so just keep being consistent keep making it I feel like all the opportunities that I've had had come from like TikTok lately so all right, yes. that's good inspo. Keep doing TikTok. I feel like you guys are doing really well I always I always get served your content by the way I always see it so same, but I think it's because we follow you. <laughs> yeah. Every so, yeah. time after I post, uh, I'll scroll through our feed, and you have yeah. like six videos up. Got to do it, or at least that's works. on our feed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But um, you know, it's been working well for us. Instagram Reels. Has it been working for yeah, you? Yeah, Instagram's been popping us off. We have like five or six videos that have almost. A, mil a couple over a, over a million, a couple like high hundreds of thousands. That's like where all of our followers are. That's amazing. From. See, yeah. like I, I never had why. that. We don't know why. Well, actually, the ones that, I mean, actually, pretty much all the ones that you posted are, are the ones. I that think went it viral. like has something on my phone. I think it does too. I think it mine may. just don't hit, and it's yeah. so really. Sad. I never had a viral video on Instagram ever. Like Me either. Had, never. Never. Ever. Ever. So that's really awesome. Like I never had like, and I was will recycle my content from TikTok to Instagram yeah. and they never performed well. Those are the ones that are performing well for yeah, you. Yeah, those That's are the really ones that good. are performing it's for some reason, but so I mean, good. Happy. Keep doing it. Yeah, we're keep, gonna if keep it's keep working, doing it. We milk it. Maybe we should test me sending my content to you. And yeah. you <laughs> should. It. Let's try it. Do Google Drive. I'm so like, it doesn't need to lose quality. Some virality. Yeah. Yeah. But sorry, you bring on the amazing guests. It's I love true. it. Oh this my god, it was so, so much nice. fun. This is my first podcast. I am so oh excited. God, we're so honored to be here. I will first. be sharing it so much. Yeah, Literally. We'll, we'll send you the video so you can create your own content if you want to. But we'll yes, also no, send you send whatever me. content yes. that you actually create. You guys send me like clips. Yes. Good ones. Yeah. So uh, I'll share. I'll send you the ones without the fat. <laughs> Cut, Cut the fat. fat. <laughs> we should end it like that. Like, Cut the fat. <laughs>
Ilana, uh, thank you so much for being here. This is like so random, but so exciting that you're in Boston. And hopefully Ash and I get to go to Anthony's show to finally meet yeah. him and meet the amazing person that has enabled you to live in the yes. States and be a business owner. And you would have done that anyway, but appreciate your time and your story. And thank we you. love you. I Thank will you. tag all of your content below, but for those listening, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram, TikTok, at Furlu. On TikTok, Furlu, Instagram, Furlu underscore, but you'll find Furlu. And then my website is Furlu.com, F U R L O U. Perfect. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thank you so much. It was so great. You cut the fat. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone.